some of the stuff that they're struggling with is still stuff that I struggle with myself, right. stuff I struggled with in middle school, stuff I'm mm -hmm. struggling with still now. Um, and so the more I bring personal awareness to that and take ownership of it and actively try to work on it, I feel like the better I can help them work on it. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Fitness and Friends podcast. Today's episode, we chat with the Olivia Dow. Olivia has been CrossFitting for a little over four years. She currently works at Clark County School District as a counselor for 600 students. Amazing athlete to watch over the years because of the progress she made both mentally and physically. We dive into her early experience in CrossFit and how she uses the gym to overcome her challenges at work. We also talk about her unique experience in her family gradually becoming fanatics of health and fitness just like her. If you guys enjoy it, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss another episode. And again, thank you so much for listening and hope you guys enjoy the show. Thanks for coming. Yeah, of course, thanks for having me. How you doing? So happy that it's Friday. Did you just get off? I did. It's a wild week. We have no school on Monday. So you guys don't have school on Monday. No, I don't know why. But I'm <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm <laughs> very excited about it. I don't have to do it. It's it. great. Yeah, I'm so not going to question it. So short week for you then. Yes. Okay. Very I'm cool. Not, yeah. After a long week. So very good. cool. All right. So let's let's start this uh, conversation up. Uh, how did CrossFit start for you, and um, what initially brought you in? So back home um, in Maine, my senior year of college, um, I started working out. This woman had this like personal training in her barn, and so okay. I like started deadlifting and stuff there. And then it like was I was like, oh, I kind of like this, but then I was like, this isn't enough. Okay. And so I found a local box at home, and I went there for a couple months, and then I moved here. Mm -hmm. And once I moved here, I got involved right away because the gym was like 30 seconds from my house. And so I just started coming and I couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> who was your first coach? Who, had, who was there? Um, you. Was it me? Yeah. Oh, God. It was you. Okay. Because I also came, my senior year of college, we came to visit mm -hmm. and I did a drop-in class. Okay. And I was like, all right, yeah, this is where I'm going to come when I move here. So what was, what was your initial goals when you first came in? Um, I don't really think I really had goals. I just, like... Just enjoyed it. Huh? Yeah, I just really loved it. And I'd always been uh, in sports, and I knew that, like, I wasn't going to... I couldn't continue cheering anymore. Like, I couldn't right. play soccer anymore. And I hated exercising. Like, yeah. I could not just go to the gym and exercise. And I was like, I'm going to get fat if I don't do anything. Do I'm going to be huge. Okay. And so... <laughs> I was like, this is it. This is what's going to keep me motivated. And it was fun. That's really that's, fun. that's an interesting journey because I, you have you have almost zero goals, yet I feel like you accomplish the most sometimes um, compared to to some, some athletes that initially come in, yeah. right? Um, where does that come from, basically? Um, I mean, I have goals now the okay. more that I've, like, 
progressed, I guess. Yeah, Uh I have goals now, but when I initially started, I like, I guess didn't really know what I was getting into, so I didn't know how to set goals. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I started learning more and as I started progressing, I figured what I liked, what I didn't like, and I wanted to turn those things I didn't like into things that I liked, and so. That's really cool. When did you realize you can actually be good at this? (laughs) Um, It was pretty quick, actually. I feel like I caught on really fast and things started changing really fast. And I got pretty fit pretty fast, which Mm -hmm. I was honestly surprised by because I've never really thought of myself as like... Fit. Yeah. Yeah. And still sometimes I like don't think about myself like that. But yeah. then I look back on like when I first started and I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm fit yeah. now. I'm oh pretty God. fit. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'll have conversations with uh, some of the coaches and be like, is that Olivia's time? Right? Is that, is that Olivia's numbers? Um, and it happened so quick. And we were like, yeah, I think, I think that's it. Yeah. And so it so. like started, I would like look on the board and see a time. And I was like, oh, I think I can do that. Yeah. And then I'd you know, push myself to get to that, and I was like, okay, well, I think I can beat this one now, and then I, so it just kind of started with, like, outward goals, like, trying to beat other people, and then now has become more, like, inward Inward goals. Yeah. Was it, at any point, did it feel like it was a trap, or did it, like, set you up for for failure when you started to look at the numbers? Um, no, because it helped me, um, like adjust the voice in my head as I was working out. Like it, oh, cool. I do a lot with self-talk. Like it's something I work on with myself and in my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with, I would pick somebody's number and then in my head I would say, okay, well you can't let them beat you now. Like you've already decided this. And it turns it from like, oh my God, this workout was terrible. I'm never going to finish to, yeah. okay, you know, you have to do this now. So yeah. get going, pick it up. Because you told yourself. Yeah. Yeah. How incredible is that? So another another part that I really want to talk about with your progress is also your, your family. I feel like you started something. Um, and and I think it was it was one of the, the days where you had kind of this family friends over and then and then I got to meet your dad. And I think the first conversation was like, Why won't you do this? And you said something along <laughs> the lines is like, No, nah, I'm too old. Yeah. And then I feel like a week later, he's throwing yeah. in some numbers that I, he's that I'm like, fit. super fit, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's one story. And then another story is if you get your sister in here mm-hmm. and, and her first initial reaction was like, no, this thing is crazy. Yeah. And then now I think she's super fit yep. too. So um, what's that experience like? And um, was that the intention? Um, I was just having so much fun that I was like, you guys got to try this because they came, they were working out at um, that barn with me. Like we were doing all that together. Um, And so I was like, man, you guys will love this. Like it's so, it's fun. We could do this together. And now it's like something, my mom gets annoyed because it's like all we talk about. And she's like, like, well, you could do it too. She's like, no, I can't. So we're working. So we're hoping when she comes to visit that we can get her in here. But we'll see. How cool is that? Yeah. So it's nice to be a leader in that. Did you know your dad was that beastly? No. No, it's insane. And sometimes, like, I still have to push myself really hard to beat him in workouts. Like, it's, he's insane. That's incredible. Yeah. And then your sister, too. Yeah. She has some some really, really unique strengths that I'm like, 
oh my god those long legs man long legs her cardio game yeah. her double under game nuts. you're like uh, yeah, anytime there's running or double unders in the workout, I'm like, you can have this one. Yeah. Like, I know you're going to beat me. It's fine. So you guys kind of compete. You guys kind of don't. Yeah. Um, you guys cheer each other on? Is yeah, that one of those for things? sure. Yeah. And we love, like, competing together and okay. things like that. So I have a very different relationship with my brother because we compete and then I have to win or he has to win. Like, it could be chugging water. <laughs> and then it seems like it seems like with you two it's a different relationship and like one wins and then you guys cheer each other on and then the vice versa it yeah. happens the same way it's maybe how it looks but i do like to win okay um, all right <laughs> i am but. very competitive and i love to win mm-hmm. but i'll still cheer her on yeah. after i beat her i'll go back and cheer for her while she finishes yeah. so you guys <laughs> but, are really close then huh yeah really okay. like Moved out here together, lived together. Is she the same way? Is she competitive with you? Does she want to beat you once in a while? Yes. Okay. So it's a healthy So it's balanced, but I think I'm a little more intense than she is. I think that's a good word. She's pretty chill. She's super chill. I'm pretty intense. You guys guys balance each other out. Yeah, for sure. I don't think our relationship would work if we were not so different. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about your job, right? Um, and, And I wanted to start out with, with uh, what made you, what was the thing that got you into what you did now? Because I think you shared it a little bit with Piper earlier. Yeah. I kind of got to hear it. Um, tell me that story. All right. So I currently am a seventh grade counselor in a mm-hmm. middle school, very large, meaty middle yeah. school. But um, it's something I've wanted to do since I was in middle school myself. I had a phenomenal middle school counselor back home. And okay. I knew like in seventh grade, I was like, I want to do this. Like, this is going to be my job. I want to have students feel about me the way I feel about her. Right. And ever since then, it's just, there's been no change in my plans. Like, that was it. That's what I was going to do. So I went to school. Yeah, so what was that experience like? She, so she, she helped you a ton. Yeah, in, middle in school is a miserable time okay. for pretty much everybody. If you think back on middle school and you're like, man, that was a great time in my life, you're definitely lying yeah. Because it's terrible. It, like, you can't help it. You're, your body is changing. Your hormones are raging. Like, you're yeah. mean. You're just yeah. not enjoyable to be around. But to have somebody that will just sit and listen to you and, like, understand what you're saying and, like, not necessarily give you advice, but just listen. Okay. Like, because you feel like my parents don't listen to me. Like, middle school, like, you're in middle school. Nobody knows what you're doing. Like, right. nobody understands you. But to have that one person at school who understood, for me, somebody she understood yeah. what I was going through, at least made me feel like she was understanding, yeah. made me feel like she was agreeing with what I was saying, even though I'm sure what I was saying was wild. Okay. Um, but just to have that support at a time that's just, there's so much turmoil, uh-huh. was, I needed it. Do you still keep in touch with her? I do. Every once oh in a while, God. I'll reach out. Yeah. But, what's her name? Uh, Mary Beth Carbine. Mary Beth Carbine. Mm-hmm. She was the best. Oh She's so great. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so she got you through that hard time. Mm-hmm. How, how different were you coming out of? Was it middle school? You said it was middle school. So yeah. how different were you coming out of middle school as soon as you had as she had that impact on you? Um, I was sad to like leave middle school because I was like, oh my God, who am I going to talk to now? Like, who am I going to, who's going to listen to my problems? Who's going to help me out? Um, but I 
middle school is a time, a huge time of growth. Mm -hmm. And I think she helped me grow enough that I could get through things more on my own than I could have had I not had that support. So did you change? Were you like a quiet Olivia in middle school? I and then... was a, I, people don't believe me, but I'm yeah. actually very quiet and shy oh, and really? reserved. Yes, oh, okay. I don't think anyone's going to believe it, yeah. but it's true. I'm it just was. very comfortable here. That's why okay. I'm not. But um, no, I struggled with some serious um, like friendship issues, body image issues, serious, serious anxiety, especially like social anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah in middle school and you know I still had some of those struggles going into high school but she helped me with some like strategies and techniques and tips on how to not necessarily like fix over it. yeah you can't really fix it I feel yeah. like that's these are things that you just are going to be innate yeah. in you forever but you just learn how to at least for me you learn how to manage maybe yeah and okay. like I guess the word I'm looking for is accept like these parts of you that, you know, they're just going to be there, but you learn how to work with them and you learn how to take ownership of them. Okay. So, so that, that's what changed you. So you yeah. knew exactly what you were going to do. Mm -hmm. I wanted to yeah. do that for Instantly. kids in the future. Yeah. I think I yeah. changed my major like nine hundred yeah. times. <laughs> that's well, all my friends were changing their majors too. And they're like, Olivia, what are you, you're sure. And I'm like, no, I'm like, this is it. Sure, sure. I'm like, okay. for sure, this is it. Okay. So now we fast forward. You just, you just, you just, you crushed college. Okay. Assuming. Assuming. <laughs> um, and now you're working with these kids. Yeah. Um, what's it like on the other side? Um, well, my school here is much different than my school back in Maine. Um, in, in, in what ways? Uh, well, it's like, my school that I'm working in now is bigger than my whole school district back oh my home. God. Okay. So, um, and it's in a very um, low SES neighborhood, very high needs, very. Um, What's SES stands for? Uh, socioeconomic status. So okay. it's a lot of okay. poverty, a lot of. Okay. Um, we have a lot of kids from the foster care system. We have some kids that come out. We have juvie right down the road. So when kids go to the halfway house, they come to our school. So when they get out of juvie, they at our school um, a lot of things I had never been exposed to um, wow. so okay. starting a job and also being exposed yeah. to all of this stuff is an adjustment mm -hmm. but I went into the year thinking okay there's 600 seventh graders and I know I'm their only counselor I can't fix them all right I can't okay. help them all I can't save them all yeah. There's no way. And so right. I went into the year thinking, okay, if I can just help one, that's my goal. I just want to help mm -hmm. one. I really want to make an impact on one. Mm -hmm. I think at this point in the year, I have at least eight students that I can name that I have made significant a significant impact. impact. Yeah. Wow. And it's just the most rewarding part of my job. Right. Because it, my job is so emotionally draining physically yeah. draining mentally draining and it has a super high rate of burnout yeah, right right um but when you get those kids that come in and they're like missed you know you really helped me with this today or like yeah. today the end of the day we have 
a bunch of kids who have these attendance papers and they have to have their teachers sign it every day. I had three of my really naughty boys come in at the end of the day like, Miss, look at my paper. Oh, I wanted to cry. They had such great notes. They're like, Miss, look at this. I did work all day. Like, my teachers are so proud of me. And I'm like, I'm proud of you. Are you, like, when you see them proud of themselves from something you helped them achieve and, like, from something that you have been working with them on, it's just a phenomenal feeling. That is incredible. Yeah. So. so I had a conversation with uh, Jim, and he said, and I said something along the lines, like, yeah, there's there's thousands, thousands yeah. and thousands of people, and I can't save them all. And right. I said the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, but what he, what he explained was, he was like, hey, you told me that story about... So I had a counselor experience as well, and my counselor t- changed me. Problem is, I don't know his name, okay? But he was amazing. Yeah. You know, he grabbed, he took, he took me out of class, and he was like, "Hey, I need you to, I need you to write this essay. I need you to write this essay. I need you to write this essay." And I just didn't know what it was yeah. for. Um, but still, sort of annoying at first for the longest time because <laughs> yep. I was like, "Dude, I'm here. I need to take class." He was like, yeah. "No, this is this is what's going to create the opportunity for you." Um, so I wrote an essay, it was one of the 10 that I wrote, and I ended up getting a full ride to, 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 yeah. to a university, Amazing. a really good university, right? So he helped me, okay? So now we fast forward, now I'm running something like this yeah. where I have an impact or more. Mm-hmm. So get to impact you, and then your impact can possibly stem and create other impacts. And imagine what those eight other people that yeah. you help change might not be the impact for that 600 but their effect is right. going to impact somewhere along the lines as they grow up mm-hmm. and i think i think uh geez i don't think i even realized that it might be happening here sometimes and then you're just like oh my god this is actually much larger than i yeah. thought which is super rewarding yeah and i'm right. even like seeing some of it now because i'll have kids that i've been working with since the beginning of the year like now their friends are coming to see me or i hear them like talking in the hall like oh, you can tell Miss Dow that, like, she's yeah. cool, she'll listen to you, she'll help you, and so now I have people, more and more people coming to see me, asking for help, doing all this okay. stuff, and so it's just, like, expanding already, and so it's, that's, it feels good. That's, it feels that's, like I'm doing my job. I get butterflies just listening <laughs> to it, right? So um, I wanted to ask you a question. This is kind of what the, the last question I wanted to ask because you talk about um, how stressful that situation is. And yeah. these, these, these kids are coming from, from troubled childhoods, yeah. very poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you use... So, so the quote is from Gandhi. It was, um, be the person you want the world to be, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I see you in here working really hard, like, like not just from fitness, but, but I see it in your mental as well. Do you feel you work on yourself more so you can help others? Yes, because I feel like if I am not actively or consciously working on myself, I shouldn't be allowed to help others. Like, I know, I mean, I'm 26 and the kids I'm working with are 12, 13, 14 years old, but Mm -hmm. some of the stuff that they're struggling with is still stuff that I struggle with myself, stuff I struggled with in middle school, stuff I'm Mm -hmm. struggling with still now. Um, And so the more I bring personal awareness to that and take ownership of it and actively try to work on it, I feel like the better I can help them work on it. Um, And, you know... A lot of these kids 
don't have anyone to look up to, like they have not a lot of support at home and not a lot of good like role models. And so for me to be someone they look up to, I think I need to um, spend my time and like surround myself with people I look up to. And so like I actively um, try to surround myself with people that I know are going to make me better. And I know are going to like force me to grow and not let me just like come in here after work in my grumpy mood and just like sit in it. Like they're going to say, nope, we're getting better today. Like get up, here we go. And so when I can get that from them, I feel like then I can give that to my students. That's really, really cool. So you use, um, so you kind of use the gym as an energy source. To oh yeah, energy huge. Back. Yeah. That's why I'm in here so much. Wow. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, I was like, honestly, you? you're here again. Yeah. Like, no, it's like out. my favorite place to be. I just love it here. I love, I've made the, like some of the best friends I've ever had yeah. here and they just, Force me to be better, and that's what I need. I need someone to say, okay, get better. Get better. Fix whatever's going on. You need to fix it. We're getting better. Incredible. So, yeah. This place is awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. Of course. Thank you so much. One more question. Who's your favorite friend in here? Oh, no. <laughs> it's not like, is it? I can't. I can't say for sure.